on this episode. Imagine calling your parents from your dormitory one morning and telling them, Mom, Dad, I'm thinking of starting a business on campus and I want you to be my first employees. What would they say? Well, this is the story of Andrews Opare and he joins us today to share with us how he began selling repackaged palm nut concentrate by employing his parents and friends. I am your host Kent Beidu and this is The Strepreneur Show. If you're a Ghanaian or you've been to Ghana before, then you know that Abenquain is one of Ghana's most popular delicacies. On the Stupinage show with us today is Mr. Andrews Opari, a young individual who has decided to put a twist to the popular delicacy we all enjoy, known as palm nut soup, or as popularly called in the local tank, Abenquain. Mr. Andrew Opari, you're welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. All right, all right. So, Andrew, at what point did the light dawn on you that, hey, this is the idea that I want to embark on and how did you get started how did it all begin how did palmberry abenquine begin uh, so i'll say that uh, at one point i was it was my baby mm. and i was in my room okay but then i was like i have to do something because i'm entering into 20s mm. and i can't leave school without uh, having a business on campus or without starting any business okay so I had this friend who has bought a product from a science market on campus, and she claimed that uh, the packaging wasn't nice. Okay. She has problems. So I suggested to her that she work it. Then she told me what she thinks a woman should do to the product okay. so that I would improvise on it. Okay. And what product was that, if you can be clear with that? Sorry? What, what product was, was it? It was it was this it was the same palm note. Okay. With the same palm note. Okay. Okay. With the same palm. Note. Right. So when she told me, I was like, Oh, okay. So on my birthday, as I was thinking about what should I do, mm-hmm. and it dawned on me that oh, I can pick this up and do it. Okay. I can change the whole look about the thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I don't need to get a new idea because there are ideas around. What you have to do is that you have to innovate them. So I thought about okay. Then let me bring innovation in. Right. And that's when it started on my birthday. That's wow. when it started. Wow, wow. So as 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 you got this idea, you know, normally as young entrepreneurs, especially students, you know, trying to set up something on campus or for yourself, right? You you get to get this nice idea and you are like, Oh, what is the capital, you know, you start considering a lot of various capital people who to support you and all that did you ever consider any barrier to be an excuse for you not to embark on this journey no 
for the parents initially, as I was, I was intrinsically motivated to do it. Okay. So initially, when I started, uh, I didn't feel like, oh, this should be a barrier. This okay. should be another barrier. But then as I progressed, okay. As I progressed, that's when I realized that now learning, combining books and selling mm-hmm. is a whole thing together. Yeah. Then. Funding is also a whole thing together. Okay. Advertising is also a whole thing together. Mm-hmm. But then, at the initial stage, I never thought about these things. Okay. Never occurred to me. But then, moving on, it became a barrier to me. Okay. Okay. So, that, 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 as you, you, you went on, that is when you started realizing all these barriers in, 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 in your entrepreneurial journey. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, let's, 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 get to how how the production started okay how, how how were you able to gather some capital to say oh i want to buy this get that and i want to start with the production how, how did the production all begin okay so i'll say that information is all around okay so you just have to google and get what you want okay so i just went on google and i started looking for how to uh, package my product okay so as I got ideas, I made calls, I contacted uh, family, friends who are into uh, packaging. Then I also had to look at the, the amount of money I have on me. Because okay. it was on my baby and the only amount I had on me was 150 Ghana cities. Okay. So I had to look at, okay, can I fund this? Can I pay for this? But then because I wasn't having the funds that I needed to, Mm-hmm. to scale the thing up to the place where I wanted it to be. Okay. I had to use the little I have to achieve what I want. Okay. So I bought, I bought minute things like a stapler. I bought a stapler. Okay. Then I also had to uh, outsource my my mother to buy the palm nut itself. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes. Wow. The palm nut itself. Okay. Yes. Then uh, I think the the design as well. I had to get a friend in okay. class okay. to help me out with the design. So basically, I think I made out with that few 150 Ghana cities yeah. I had. That is approximately 26 dollars, right? Yes. 26 dollars. Yes. That that's that's really wonderful. Coming to your mother's issue, you know, normally parents will put their words, especially when you get to university in Africa here. You, you, the, the concept is after university, you know, you have to get a job, come back home, you know, and then start taking care of your parents as they they've taken care of you from your 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 early stages till you completing. So the, all they are expecting is you getting to the university and putting all your efforts in getting the grades and making them proud. So yeah. when you told your mother that mommy, you know, um. I want to go into business whilst on campus and I'm thinking of you pounding a bankwine or pounding palm nuts for me. How did she take it like? <laughs> <laughs> the first day I told her, she was like, hey, are you okay? <laughs> that was it. She was like, hey, are you okay? Yeah. You uh, call me little okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> so she gave me chance to think about it. <laughs> so I called her the next day and I was like, oh, 
I, I want to do this. I want to do this. Then she's like, ah, so if you want to do this, how are you going to get that thing today? Mm-hmm. That was what she asked. And who is going to pound it? Okay. That was what she asked. And I was like, oh, for the pounding, you don't worry. Let's start. Where we start, mm-hmm. you will get someone to pound. Mm-hmm. And she, she is brilliant to the stage that she knew that, nah, I'm making her to pound this thing. <laughs> and she was like, <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, my mom is so interesting. So she okay. was like, no, this thing, she is not pounding. I have no even said that she would pound it. Okay. He said that she is not pounding. Mm-hmm. So I told her, okay, I'm going to class, so we'll talk about it later. Okay. But then when I came, she, she called me. Okay. Then she was like, oh, okay, she she has thought it over. Okay. I, she knows that people complete school and they don't have anything to do. So mm-hmm. if I've decided to do this, then she would help me. Wow. But then, but then okay. uh, have I considered if I can combine it with studies? Okay. That's what she said. And I was like, oh, yes, I have. Mm-hmm. I have. She was like, okay. Then I should tell her what she would do, then she would do it. Okay. Wow. That was when... She offered her help. Wow, wow. So, um, what about your dad? What about him? Uh, <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> sometimes my mom would go to the market, uh-huh. and the, uh, uh, <laughs> they need someone to pound it. Okay. So it, it means that both of them have to be in the house and do this job for me. Wow. So they would sacrifice. Okay. My dad had, so Saturday, they normally do it on Saturday. Okay. So Saturday, my mom would set it on fire. Then the husband would pound it. The husband, that's your father? Yes, that's my father. <laughs> <laughs> the husband would pound it. Wow. Then sometimes, the interesting thing is I would be there, then my mom would call and be like, no, she can't work with my father. <laughs> <laughs> It was funny. She can't just mm-hmm. give my father why, because she does. He doesn't pound the thing mm-hmm. how really as she wants him to. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, oh, how dangerous for him. Mm-hmm. So that's how he did. My dad also pound. Wow, wow. Yes. That's that's really wonderful to have um, such supportive parents. You know, back wow. in this. Yes idea from the very beginning um th- this is really getting interesting our conversation is getting interesting but um we'll pause here and go for a short break and then when we return you tell us more okay, okay. okay. all right okay listeners you are welcome back to the stupendous show and we are still here with brother andrews opari a student of the University of Cape Coast, Ghana, West Africa, and he's here sharing his story about how he began his business selling palm, palm nut fruits, pounded palm nut fruits on campus to make a living for himself. Okay, Brother Andrews, you're welcome back. Thank you. Okay, so um, before the break, you were telling us about um, this interesting story of your mom and your dad, you know, um, supporting you on this very journey. So let's get to campus. You know, um, for every business, you need people, right? To to begin with, you need people. How were you able to, you know, put a team together to um, go on this journey with you? Well, did you hire people or how did you go about it? How did you go about it? So I, I, I must say that uh, I'm the talkative side. Okay. So it means that when I came to level 100, I really made friends. Okay. Then 
because I had a brother already in level 300 when I got to level 100. Okay. He he showed me some things that I have to do. So I had to set up a good studies for myself. Okay. And then the decision was that I have to choose them. They shouldn't choose me. Okay. A steady group. So, yes, a steady group. Okay. So what I did was that uh, for every lecture that we went to, mm -hmm. anyone who stood up at mm -hmm. a coursework, okay. After the class, I would go to the person and be like, oh, I want us to form a group. Oh. I have this coursework in my group. Okay. Do you want to join? Then they'll be like, oh, yes. So that's where I got my group. Okay. Then it is this same group that I moved them from the classroom group mm -hmm. to my business group. Wow. Wow. So, it, so what it means is that as we were studying in class, they were also helping me to build my business. Wow. And also, I had friends in church as well who are in choir, and mm. they were in 400. Okay. But I was so smart that I, I, I remember I, I knew that I was in 200. Okay. You were in 200 so, by then when you started? Yes, I was, I was in 200. Okay. So I was like, oh, okay. So it means that I have to get people in 400 who would also help me. Okay. So I spoke with friends who I knew are in 400, and they were those talkative as well. Okay. So I, I brought them to join me. Then we started again. Mm -hmm. Wow, wow. So you got people from your, your, your own class as well as got people who were ahead of you to yes. um, start this journey with you. So so um, did they, you know, were, were they hesitant at the beginning or how did they also accept this idea? Well, I'll say that my friends are, I don't know, like they... they, they Whatever I tell them as a group leader, okay, they don't hesitate to go by it. They trust me so much. So I was like, okay, I want to do this business. I want you to help. Then I was like, oh, okay, you would help. Okay. Just tell us what you will do. Okay. But then because I was a group leader, I knew their weaknesses. Okay. So what I did was like, okay, so we are sharing the rules among us. Mm -hmm. So I looked at their weakness, then I gave the role which uh, could be associated with their weakness to wow. them to okay. work on. Okay. So it means that if you, you are not that talkative type, you will do the marketing. Wow. So if you are the type that does not like writing in class, mm -hmm. when we come for group studies, if you don't write, it means that you don't like keeping notes. Okay. So you are the one to record our stock. Wow. So that's how I shared the rules. Wow. So 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 you that's looked at everyone's weakness, then you give yes. them a rule to, to, to yes. help them overcome that weakness. Yes. So this was more of a training ground. Yes. As as it was a business, it was a training ground for you to train your 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 yes. your colleagues in your group studies as well. Yes. Oh, this, this is really wonderful. This is really wonderful. Well, as a group leader, it's, it's a wonderful initiative, you know. And um, let's 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 go back to the product, you know. Um, in Ghana, we have some products like Inkulenu and Nits Abenquine. All those are also um, very popular, you know, initiators of this same I I innovation, right? So, um, when you were starting, did you ever think of this being this competition being a threat to your business as well? Well, 
I started, I was like, okay. Most, I had this friend who always use, uh, who always attached to uh, mm-hmm. a Benquine. Okay. As from not so. Okay. So I asked the, uh, the product she buys, then she told me the product she buys. Okay. I was like, uh, does she know that bunch of people buy this product? Then she was like, oh, yes. She has more friends who are into that. I'm like, oh, okay. I already had a competitor on campus. Okay. Though the competitor is not on campus, but she sell she sells a product to other means. Okay. So it means that I had to find a way to take that competitor out of the market. Wow. So what I looked at was okay, this is how they do their product. Mm-hmm. Their product is in can. Mm-hmm. They are they have added additives to it. Okay. Okay. So it means that I shouldn't do that same thing okay. because I looked at the trend. Mm-hmm. Now the trend was that most people are pushed to uh, original food, food without uh, preservatives. Uh, yes, preservatives. Okay. Yes, those foods. Okay. People are into that. So it means that I have to produce a good that allows people to accept that. Okay. So that was my uh, competitive advantage. Oh, wow. So I use that as a main. So I haven't added any additive to my product. Okay. So it gives you more life than having a product that has been injected with an mm-hmm. additive. Wow. So that means your product has that kind of original taste, right? Yes. Yes. Wonderful. Yes. Wonderful. So how, how if, if there's no preservative, then how can one keep the product for you know long a longer period how do oh, you manage to keep it for a longer period oh okay so we're like okay because we are not adding any additives to it mm-hmm. and it means that we have to find another way mm-hmm. so uh, i talked to my mom then she was like okay there there are so many means to preserve it it's okay. either it's either you would you would remove the nuts from the the whole concentrate okay then you would dry the fiber mm-hmm. in an oven or you put it in the sun for okay. it to dry. Wow. Then you package it. Wow. That was one. Wow. The other is that you can put it in a fridge mm-hmm. for it to freeze. Okay. So when your 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 customer needs it, mm-hmm. then you deliver. Okay. That's when the customer doesn't have a fridge. Okay. But if the customer has a fridge, then you deliver to the customer there and then. Okay. So what we used was that we realized that most of our customers weren't having fridges. Okay. So if you need it today, mm-hmm. if you need it tomorrow, you tell us today, then we bring it to you. Okay. So we bring it the day you need it, mm-hmm. but then we bring it hours. Okay. Like five hours before you would use the product. So that's what we did. So that it, it would defreeze and then you can yes. go ahead and that, yes. that's, that's a wonderful strategy. So um, let's talk about, you know, um, your sales and marketing strategy when you first started. You know, how did people get to, how did you get to, you know, and make people aware of such a product coming on to, to campus? And how was the acceptance? How do, how were you able to get people to actually say that, okay, that I'm going to try this product that is out? How, how did you do that? Okay. So because I initially I stated that I am the loud 
person. Okay. So it means that I have other friends. I stated mm. that I have friends in level 400 okay. and 300. Okay. So what it means that they helped me. Mm-hmm. But then I also had friends who stayed in Abishri. Okay. And I was thousand. So it means that my... That day, was the ladies' hall. Adeshi was the ladies' hall, right? Yes. Okay. And ladies are more... They are my, my niche. Okay. So I had to get to them, for them to also get to the other hall. So for our first... Our first marketing strategy, we were like, okay, let's concentrate on the female halls. Okay. So it means that we went to Adeshi. Then at night... Every night, yeah. within a thing for three weeks, mm. we were there for every day. Wow. At night, we, we went to all the floors, mm-hmm. but then I had guys and ladies. So the ladies would enter the room first, then mm-hmm. we would follow up. That's okay. how we do it. Okay. okay. So, we, so we give the product to them, then they themselves will have a feel about it. Then we tell them that, okay, if you don't want to buy, we can leave the product with you. Mm. So you le- you actually left the product with them? Yes. You leave the product with you. Uh-huh. Use it. If you use it and you think it is worth paying for, then you call me, then I'll come for my money. Really? Yes. Wow. This is something I've never heard of. Yes. Yes. Wow. Yes. Yes. So you, I really pushed them. You really pushed. You, you really took that risk. Yes. Wow. You took that risk. Wow. Wow, that's interesting. That's interesting. It's okay. Wow. So, and then afterwards, how how was you know, um, the, your customers' reaction after using the product? Wow. <laughs> Someone used it, and the person was like, "Wow, this is nice. This is original. This is authentic." Wow. Like, have you added anything to it? I was like, "No." Mm-hmm. The person sent it on WhatsApp. Okay. I was like, "No." Then he said, "Oh, okay. I've called another friend to buy from you." Okay. I was like, "Oh, okay, really." Then it means that people were accepting it. Then where's the spreading? Yes. Fantastic. Yes. So, but then I initially said that we only went to Adeshi. Okay. So we needed Adeshi. We needed to push Adeshi to make our referrals. Okay. So the you know ladies are you know talkative definitely. Yes. And la- yes. It's ladies that normally prepare soup. Yes. <laughs> guys, guys barely do that. I can't send it to you. Cashboard. <laughs> I can't send it. Yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah. The 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 gentleman's hall will never, you know, <laughs> maybe have time for that. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So the ladies make the referrals for me. Okay. And oh, sales sales started improving, and because I was in Pensa as well, I was in okay. Pensa. Okay. So it means that. Uh, Sometimes you would go to church and out. What I did was that whenever they mention the number of people who come to church, okay, I'll write it in my notebook. Okay. So when I write it, then I'm like, so if thousand six hundred people came to church, yes, and if I have just these six hundred people buying my product, yeah, then it means that I I would really make okay profit out of these people. Wow. So it means that I I I, I met the secretary. The secretary mm-hmm. also made an announcement about the product. Okay. So after church, people came to me and they were like, "Oh, I want to see the product." I mm-hmm. gave it to them. They saw it, and after I said some people, I gave it to them for them to try it. Okay. Then they also tried, and they also gave me the referrals I needed. Okay. I remember, you know, coming to church as a first year student. Uh, after after the church service, all I heard 
in the announcements was Pamberry I've been crying, Pamberry I've been crying all <laughs> over the place. <laughs> yeah. And that was interesting. So it's really great to have you. Um we'll we'll quickly go for a short break and then when we return we wrap up. Okay. Okay. All right. You're welcome back from the break. We're still live on the Supernet Show with Andrews Opari. Okay. So looking forward into the future of Pamberry, you are now in level 400 and will be living yes. through. So how do you intend to continue the business even after you've left? Uh, okay. So we realize that uh, there are people who are fridges on campus okay. that do not make any money from the fridges. Okay do is that we have to use those people to sell our products mm -hmm. and also the other one is that we we talked to uh, the DCLC owners okay. for them to stock our products so they have also they are also in contact with us when school resumes then we, we store our products with them okay okay that's very wonderful that's very wonderful we are wrapping up but anytime we are about wrapping up um, I take Personally, I take some lessons, I draw out some lessons from um, our interviews. And today I took three lessons from this interview. One is uh, never consider any barriers when you want to start something. Just go for it and begin, right? Yes. Yes. And uh, my second lesson will be that surround yourself with the people of like minds. So that anytime you want to embark on a journey like our brother did, you have the people who will be ready to give you that support. And our third lesson will be that don't forget family. Yes, don't forget family. <laughs> they are always right there when you need them. So, Bopare, your final words. Oh, okay. So, I would say that uh, the Bible says... Mm -hmm that there is a way that seemeth right unto a man mm -hmm. but the end thereof is death okay so as every human on earth okay you should always seek the face of god first okay before you start up with anything okay then never forget your friends okay. never forget who you started with and never forget where you are from okay oh. and this would help you to reach the top thank you very much Thank you. It's wonderful having you. Thank you. You're always welcome. On our next episode, we journey to Tanzania, to the capital city of Dar es Salaam, to meet a young lady who is employing technology to amplify the cries of females exposed to sexual harassment on bus transport, at school, and at home. Download the Anchor app. And subscribe to our podcast to be notified of our new episodes. Send us a voicemail if you love the show and you could have your voicemail played on our next episode too. A message from Nana Kofi from the University of Ghana, Legon. Wow, I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot from this session. Indeed, the, the, the ladder to leadership is not on a silver platter. And I believe that even as we started this show, it's going to inspire some of us who are yet 
climb up or who are yet on the path to leadership. And I believe that this show is going to help us. It's going to inspire us. It's going to groom us and it's going to shape us into the world of possibilities. And we are going to change and have an impact on the generation. Yeah. Thank you very much for this show. And I know people are going to learn and people are going to benefit from this.